Welcome to Slacker Motor Radio with Brad and Addison. Based out of the Pacific Northwest, we're talking motorcycles in the motorcycle community, and we're excited to have this hour with you. Here we go. Welcome back, Slackers. Brad, how you doing today? I am doing pretty good, considering the circumstances. Uh, we were... My family was a little sick last week. I think it was just a common cold or flu, but uh, starting to feel a lot better. Uh, how is Addison and his family doing? Ah, pretty good. I, I kind of agree. The problem I have right now is it's allergy season, oh, yet everybody's yeah. in this fear of the coronavirus. And it's really causing a, a lot of confusion. You know, you walk the streets and if somebody sneezes, everyone runs away. Have you guys been able to do anything with uh, with your self-quarantine? Uh, we spent a lot of time outside last week. It was quite beautiful around here, actually. It started raining this week, but uh, uh, we got to play around, clean some cars, burn a big brush pile, poop my pants, uh, almost catching trees on fire next, uh, next to the brush pile that I had. But uh, it was fun. It was good. Uh, how about yourself? Oh, we, uh, yeah, did a little bit. I've gotten a lot of, uh, a lot more cleaning than really ever. Uh, clean the house, clean the yard, done a lot of that. Ended up doing some, uh, some work around the house. Ended up getting some of the, uh, the projects, even motorcycle related that I've been putting off as well. So it hasn't been too bad. Really? I guess before so we get too mean? far. What kind of do- uh, motorcycle projects are we talking about? Well, for the, uh, the street triple, ended up taking uh, taking the mirrors off, getting some new mirrors on, making Ooh. it look a little bit more like I'd like. You can see that on the Instagram page. But uh, as well, ended up kind of taking some advice of others and took the passenger pegs off, opened up the rear end a little bit, and uh, you know it looks a lot cleaner. I can so, only imagine. Uh, I'm, I'm happy with it. I guess I don't have to imagine you did send me a photo, but uh, definitely can't go look at it right now. We're kind of uh, isolated from each other. We're using this new uh, system for recording uh, over the web. So hope this uh, works out for everybody. Yeah, I hope uh, hope the quality keeps up a little bit. We'll we'll do what we can to make it as clean and and good as possible. But uh, nonetheless, we're going to try to try to keep it going even through the pandemic. So, that being said, what I kind of wanted to talk about today is what, uh, I mean, right now, right, most states at the very least are in kind of a quarantine, self-isolation, self-quarantine, six feet apart, small groups situation, but it seems that a lot of states have gone to and many are going to a uh, kind of a more extreme form of isolation, Right. Uh, some of those being yep. shelter in place. Uh, I know Oregon yeah. is kind of doing something a little bit different. Uh, they call it stay home, stay safe. Uh, but it is an order. So a lot of businesses are going to be closing down. A lot of restrictions on what we can do. They are promoting uh, people to uh, still do some activities, get out, um, do some exercise, but not uh, going in and doing any group activities, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely not 
quite, you know, it's, def- it's not martial law or anything like that, but it is definitely hard to get out and, and do a lot. So what, what can we do in the motorcycle community to still be active, to still get, I mean, sometimes riding is a stress relief. Obviously, a lot of people need that right now. Right. What else can we do? What are you doing to kind of keep it up throughout, uh, throughout the pandemic? Well, I'd say right now the biggest thing for me is catching up on some projects uh, around the house, some of them motorcycle-related. Uh, going to be ordering the parts finally for the KLR, so I'll be working on that uh, here in the short time. Seems like a good opportunity to be doing that. No excuses, especially with me working from home and being home a little bit more than I usually would. Um, but uh, to that point, also kind of working on some cars and trucks and just doing things around the house. Uh, for me, it's a little bit easier. I've got a small amount of property that I can uh, work on. So not quite motorcycle related, but definitely something that gets me out and keeps my mind moving. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's uh, I got to say, I'm glad that uh, the shipping and mail delivery services that those are all still uh, still occurring allows me to get some of these parts and some of these things I've been putting off so that I can get to, get some work done around the house and, and on the bikes uh, as well. I, so it was awesome over the weekend, kind of ended up in, in a quote-unquote group ride, um, but a bunch of us more or less got together with our six-foot-plus distance. Uh, we all you know showed up, fueled up, ready to go. We all kind of lined up a bike and a half away from everybody. <laughs> And then uh, headed off on a pretty good ride. So it was nice to do that because, you know, you're in a helmet. You're pretty well protected from the environment at that point. Mm. You're on a bike, so it's not like you're right next to anybody in the vehicle. Right. And it allows everybody to kind of keep that distance but still have some some interaction and, and still enjoy riding. So, uh, so it was pretty good. We ended up doing a really good loop. Uh, I've got it posted on the... Uh, kind of the details of the ride and, and some information there a little bit regarding the loop and the, the way we went on the Patreon page for anyone that wants to look at it. But uh, really, it, it ended up being a good ride from St. John's Bridge up around through the coast, kind of the, not necessarily to the coast, but through that area, kind of into North Vancouver, uh, Longview area and down. And we hit up a number of good spots. Had some good riding, a lot of twisties, so it was uh, kind of fun to take advantage of this time, right? We've got a lot of time down where we're not, you know, going to the store or kind of running some of the the busy er- errands that we usually run. Kind of right. gives us time to, to enjoy life a little bit more. Oh, that's awesome. Glad to hear you guys got out. Sounded like an awesome trip. Uh, definitely would have loved to have been on it, and that's why I got to get this bike going so I can... Uh, get out regardless of our uh, national uh, pandemic <laughs> that we were mentioning. So that's cool yeah, that you guys got out. Sounds like you guys uh, self-incubated in your helmets, um, but uh, but at least you were following the current guidelines. So kudos to you and to the rest who joined you. I think it was, yeah, a good form of of at least social distancing definitely wasn't a, an isolation situation or anything like that. And it wasn't to the extreme that a lot of places are going these days, but it, it worked. And I think everybody stayed, you know, a fair distance, no high fives or handshakes. Everybody was kind of keeping their distance just to be safe. Nobody wants to get anybody else sick, even if they're just carrying, right. but it's uh, it was good. Good to get out and do that. And then of course the rest of the week, like you said, the weather out here has been beautiful. Uh, so the opportunity to work on the bike and get things out and, 
kind of go even just little tweaks, little things here and there are, are pretty good. So getting into that, I kind of tore into the street triple and started taking the, the rear fender apart to try to get a, a nice fender eliminator or something going on there. Come to find out on these street triples, the math sensor um, is actually the ambient air sensor is in the rear fender. Whoa, really? So it's got a little, basically, uh, pressure sensor sitting tucked in be- above the, the plastic mud guard, but below the uh, the metal fender cage there that kind of holds the, the lights and the license plate and that stinger that comes down. So there's a little more or less pocket in there that that is bolted to that it just reads the ambient air pressure and probably temperature. Um, so I've got to figure out what that's calibrated to engineering wise. Um, if that same sensor is expecting any either pressure in or vacuum out, or if it's just looking for stagnant air kind of in that pocket before I can really do much there. So that was an interesting find I found, uh, yesterday. Hmm. Yeah, that makes that a little bit difficult, but, uh, any, uh, suggestions looking through some forums or have you made it to that point yet? I haven't really dove into it too much yet. Uh, the plan tonight was really to look into that and see what we've got. Um, we'll kind of see how it goes from there, but I'm sure that others have done it. I've looked at some of the kits and definitely a large portion don't, uh, don't go that route. Don't necessarily have a, a spot for it. So really, it's interesting to, to note that it may not, you know, even buying one for a few hundred dollars that'll do the job more or less may not actually have a provision for that. I don't know if people are just throwing it under the seat or what people are doing then to, uh, to resolve that lack of, of sensor. But definitely an interesting thing that I, I found that, that makes both, you know, both as a warning to the community that if you've got one of these bikes, don't just buy any generic uh, random you know, tail tidy because you may end up with a sensor that's wrong after that. But also, uh, you know, if you're trying to do it yourself, be aware. I, I had no idea until I cracked into it, got pretty deep in there where it was just subframe and uh, and tail light. And then as I pulled everything else off, this little sensor came with it, kind of threw me off. Yeah. So I think the big thing is, I mean, what, I, I, and I'm going to ask this to you, and I think we both could answer this, but what is the mass airflow sensor and how could that affect adversely your uh, tune and the ability of your motorcycle to maintain the correct um, uh, air to fuel ratio and such. Well, that, yeah, that's, that's exactly the issue is it's basically going to read the, the temperature and pressure to understand basically what oxygen levels are going into the engine. So from there, it uses that readout to know how much fuel to give the, uh, the injectors so yeah, if that's off, it could really cause some issues. I mean, you could end up running lean or rich or, I mean, rich would be okay, uh, compared to the two. I'd rather run more rich than more lean, but you kind of, those bikes are tuned to be pretty efficient, basically peak out their horsepower where they're at. So you want to hit it right where it's at. You don't want to really mess with it at all. If you want to keep that power. Well, I think the big thing is at least if you're, you're going for atmospheric right and so you don't want to be inducing any additional pressure by relocating it in a position that you get uh airflow moving through it and pressurizing that location 
right? Correct. Which Either why you, you don't want to just place it anywhere on the motorcycle. Uh, you want to kind of be strategic about it. If if there are no provisions made in the tail tidy kits that people are finding, exactly. And that's that's where you know you don't want to create a an extreme amount of right. Leave it in open air where it's rushing by. It's obviously was a little protected where it was to keep it in kind of that ambient condition. Sure. But if you've got air rushing by, you're more or less creating a vacuum now out. And as well, if you're in turbulence rushing towards it, yeah, to your point, you're getting pressure in, so it'll throw off your your fuel map either way. So yeah, just something I, I noticed that it, you know it, it's nice being being an engineer. I get to work on a tail tidy now that it's not just you know some sheet metal bent to the shape I want, but is going to actually require some some design, some engineering, some understanding of the situation around it. So just one of those opportunities to to not just spit something out, but really. Do it smart and do it right. Right. Good, good. Glad to see that uh, you're thinking through that. I know you're going to come up with a good solution. It's going to look nice. Like like we mentioned earlier, the photos that I saw, the bike has definitely gone through a minor transformation, but noticeable. So pretty cool to see you putting your, uh, your touch on this new uh, stripple. And I'm really excited for what it's going to turn out. Uh, looking like uh, here in the near future. I know you don't have any big plans, but I know the longer it sits in your garage, the more you're going to end up tweaking. It definitely, yeah, especially with this uh, this extra time now where I'm not running errands and doing these different things I'm usually doing after work. A little more time to sit and look at it and think, well, I could take an hour and take that apart, see how it goes together and, and make something to, to replace it that I like better. Although I will say, Without doing too much extreme alterations, I'm that the bike is growing on me. Uh, the more I ride it, the more I look at it, the more I like it. So yeah, yeah, it's so moving in the right direction. Do about your rear rack, I know that you were looking at some possibilities there, uh, removing some of the plastics around the rear end of the motorcycle. How, how's that? Uh, How's that playing in your mind right now? Is that something that you've put a lot of time into, or is it kind of on the shelf? No, I put some effort into that. It, it has more or less provisions for the current stinger that bolt through in a specific location. That same location could be used to mount a rack or set up a rack, as well as the exhaust mounts and the passenger peg mounting locations. Right. So there are a couple of locations that are, are threaded, ready to go, uh, where you really could. I'm sure that the factory Triumph uses those locations to mount uh, onto the bike. So looking at that, what I'd like to do, I'll do the stinger first, get rid of that, and kind of tidy up the tail. That'll kind of show me where the best places to, to put it are. Uh, however, I've got all the provisions here in the shop to to bend some steel and to start really coming up with a, a plan. Um, so that may happen sooner rather than later because a lot of what I need to, to shape the metal, I've got a little bit of it here. Um, but I'm going to need you know some of, the, some of the tools that I'd borrow from work usually would be... Uh, advantageous for the stinger job at least so you know that may go on hold until everything kind of comes back to normal societally um, but i'll probably do what i can which may be that rear rack i can do a lot of that work you know from where i'm at here in the shop so that's on the uh the near future plans cool cool can't wait to see but so here we are in, you know, I guess Oregon just went to more or less a shelter in place plan. Washington hasn't yet. So for those states that aren't, 
if you're needing to get out of the house, um, I definitely recommend motorcycle riding. But there's a few things that we could probably do to, to keep ourselves clean and safe. Um, we don't mean to you know, spread any fear, make it crazy, because I think it is what it is. And we can all live where we are and find comfort in what we have and these, this extra freedom and time we're given each day. Um, but there's a few things just to be smart that we can do uh, when riding. So what, what would you say those, a couple of those are, Brad? I'd say uh, make sure that anytime you stop somewhere, if you're going to be dra- traveling for a ways or um, just going around town, make sure that you are you are keeping yourself you know clean, washing your hands. Make sure we do it for 20 seconds. I know a lot of people are big on buying all this hand sanitizer, and it's great in a pinch. But the the major thing there is to definitely just be washing your hands. And I'm sure people have been hearing this over and over again, but uh, I think that's. Even more so critical. I mean, you're going to be sitting there, and, and I kind of joked about it earlier, but you're going to be self-incubating. If you're in a fully enclosed helmet, you're wearing gloves, you're going to be taking off those gloves. At some point, you're probably going to be wiping some sweat from your brow. And, you, you know, that's the big thing is uh, transferring anything that may be on your hands to your face where then it could end up inside your body and then continuing to have an issue. So I definitely recommend uh, your standard hygiene. Um, uh, what about for you, Addison? What's your big hint? Well, just to what you're saying there, that was a big thing is it was interesting to me, right? How often, even just on a, on a half day ride, right? The, the street triple doesn't hold a ton of fuel. So how many times I'm touching a, you know, a fuel receptacle or, or putting fuel in the bike when I'm there at the pump, that pump is, uh, you know, it, it, everybody's touched it. So that was one that I was also always very aware of, uh, throughout that ride. So to your point, yeah, washing after, after you stop anywhere, taking that opportunity to wash your hands is, is incredibly important. Um, but one of the other things I think is, yeah, kind of avoiding large group activities. I think that's becoming easier because they're all being banned and not happening. That's a pretty big um, fine. But, you know, if you're caught in one of those, I think it's like $1,300 fine and 30 days in jail or something like that. Yeah, it sounds, that sounds right. But it's one of those that, you know, the season's kicking off. People are trying to have those, those meetups, um, you can definitely still keep your distance when riding, um, you know, just, but, and still have fun with a few buddies out there. Uh, but it's important to, to kind of keep that distance. And then, uh, the other thing that I really thought of as well is, is your gear and, uh, and your bike really just making sure that you're keeping things clean, everything you touch. Um, if you had tools or things in your bag that you can kind of sanitize those and keep things keep things clean that you're touching often um just because this this will end and we'll get out the other side and you don't want to have residue floating around that you didn't clean off that might be you know kick something off again so you know if you're riding if you're going places if you're touching tools if you're touching you know handlebars whatever it is it's it doesn't take much work to to give them a quick lysol wipe or something like that right well if if you can find them and that's going back to uh, yeah. You know, use soap and water, right? Uh, no, no, soap and water, all it does is it emulsifies it just like it would a fat and tears apart the virus and flushes it down the drain or has it, uh, you rinse it off and it goes along the driveway. I mean, the, the big thing is just to keep keep your stuff clean. The, the virus doesn't stick around forever. It's maybe a few days that it stays alive on its own without being fed. Um, so it's not like you're going to have an issue a year from now, but if you're out and riding regularly every few days, I think it's a good idea that every time you come back, you, 
you throw uh, what can be washed in the washer and what can't, you know, kind of wipe it down with some soap and water and then another uh, clean rag afterwards just to just to get it clean. It's pretty simple. It's a little bit more than what a lot of us, I think, are um, used to doing, but probably not a bad uh, habit to get into anyway. If you go on a lot of these long rides, you're going to have bug guts and everything on everything. And so if you get in the habit of just taking uh, care of your equipment that you're riding with, uh, it'll actually last longer as well as just be nice every time you put it on. That's true. I, I would say that about, you know, helmets and, and a lot of the equipment that there's a lot of people that take really good care of that stuff. And there's value in that. Um, just beyond this, I, I think that's one thing that will definitely come about at the end of this when we come out the other side is people are going to be better at taking care of themselves and their stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's a good thing that we'll have hopefully habits that we're creating that will continue, you know, into the future where you'll take care, better care of your stuff and, and you'll end up, you know, with higher quality everything for longer because you understand the importance of, of taking care of it. But uh, nonetheless, I guess the, the next part of what what I'm thinking throughout here is, you know, more and more states are closing down the uh, the social distancing and going into the shelter-in-place mode. Now, as that comes up, what can we do with our time? Because we're going to have a lot of time at home. Spend it wisely. Spend it with your family. If you got family, uh, it's a great opportunity. I know that my three-year-old has really loved me being home. I mean, I'm having to work as well, but um, it's it's nice to make sure that our priorities are in line. And then we have time to work on some of our projects. If there's something on, the, on your bike that you've kind of been putting off, it's not a high priority item, but now you're just, you're there. So you might as well just work on it, take it apart, get it ready for the riding season. We're still pretty early. I mean, we had some nice weather last week and I'm sure that throughout the country, there's been um, nice weather as well, but uh, let's just take it to the next level. Let's make sure that all of our safety critical functions on our motorcycles, our brakes, uh, throttle cables, everything else that you can imagine that uh, we want to keep in um, really good shape has been well-maintained and loved. And um, I think that's the big thing for me, at least the two items that I'd say. What about you? I agree with that hundred percent. That's uh it's kind of where I wanted to end up with this is that this is a great time to ensure that kind of the things that we've neglected as we've ridden a lot or just put away wet or whatever it is that we've gone through and, and taken a look at that, you know, that you got current brake fluid, that it's not orange, that your brake fluid's fresh, that your brakes are in good condition, that there's plenty of pad left. Cause if there's not, you got time to fix it. Yeah. You're not, you know, we're likely not going to be going too many places these days. So you know, you have an opportunity to take the, the wheel off and, and replace any brake pads or take the, you know, whatever you need to do. If your tires are worn, start looking at that. Um, you know, we're very fortunate that we can continue to work from home and that everything's going well along that front for us, at least for the time being, uh, you and I. But I think there's a lot of people that have, you know, a little extra time. Uh, I will say one thing that I saw that I really liked is I saw um, that there was a uh, couple of, of builders or a couple of, I guess, show coordinators for motorcycle shows that were working on a coronavirus build um, competition where throughout this time, people that are at home and have that extra time that they can spend some time working on a bike, uh, building kind of that project that's just been sitting in the corner of their garage and they haven't had time for, and then uh, submit pictures with hashtag coronavirus build. 
So um, you can look that up on, on Instagram, I'm sure. I'm sure it's also on Facebook. They seem to be basically the same thing these days. Um, well, that was kind of a cool idea, right? Instead of sitting and focusing on the negative and the concerns, you know, let's get out and, and work, right? Let's get some stuff done and yeah. some of those things that we want to. If, if there's some, you know, labor-intensive but low-cost um, items that we can do on our bikes, then this is as good a time as ever, right? We've got a lot of time and not a lot of money coming in for a lot of people. So going out and, you know, hammering on some metal to make something that was going to take them six weeks, they can now get done in, in a, you know, in three weeks because they've got a little extra time. So a lot of little things we could do. The other big thing that I've seen um, really benefiting me and others around me as I've kind of kept up with people, whether it's through social media or phone calls, is learning skills. Uh, YouTube is an awesome resource for learning new things. You learn the good, the bad, and the ugly from it. But if there's something that you want to learn to do, whether it's painting or metalwork or you know, a brake job or just yeah. brake fluid, whatever it is, yeah. these simple things, now is the time. I mean, you've got time to do it. You can learn these new skills that can really benefit all of us as the future rolls on. No, I think that's some great, great ideas, great suggestions. And I think that we haven't really, we mentioned it early on, but for the states that are um, a little bit more isolated right now as they've been asked to shelter in place, I mean, I just suggest that for anybody, regardless of your circumstances, uh, make sure that you're staying connected with people. Yeah, you know, if it's motorcycle related, there's motorcycle communities out there. You get to the point where you're following these uh, life life feeds through Instagram as people are posting these builds. Uh, stay connected, comment on them, uh, get in contact with us, send us emails. Uh, we'd be more than happy to, to reply and keep having conversations with people. We definitely don't want to truly isolate ourselves entirely from the rest of uh, civilization, even though, that's kind of what we're asked to do. That's that's the nice thing about our uh, society right now, and as a culture that we have these tools, these amazing tools of uh, social media and ways to connect. So definitely take advantage of them. I agree with that. I think there's a, a lot of opportunity for us to to connect in in more technological ways. I mean, myself included, have not been the most front running of social media and things like that, I tend to be a little bit behind on that, which I think is not necessarily uncommon for the motorcycle community and a lot of the people here, but, you know, connect up. I, I know I've had more conversations with, with people in Ireland that I never met, but have followed their motorcycle stuff and, and these different things on Facebook and Instagram have really allowed kind of a new connection because everybody's looking for that same social interaction, that same connection with other humans. Yeah. Uh, and you can use social media. You can use that definitely for good in this situation where we can all continue to, to chat. So I, yeah, I like that. I mean, we're definitely keeping a lot better tabs on our, on the, the Facebook page as well as emails, Instagram, uh, you know, any of the Slacker Moto locations or Slacker Moto radio locations, you can get a hold of us. Uh, Patreon has a few more updates just because there's a little bit more time to do that now. Um, so check out our Patreon page and, uh, yeah, definitely keep up with us. We're going to try to, well, we're not going to try. We're going to keep up with this, uh, throughout the pandemic. And hopefully we're going to try to, uh, be a little bit smoother. I think this is our first trial run with this whole disconnected recording. Uh, but it gives us a chance to continue to do this, continue to talk for Brad and I. It's nice. And we hope that everyone else is enjoying it as well. Um, but we'll kind of get back into the normal role of things this way until we can, get back together and, and actually record in our physical studio. 
Yeah, I can't wait till then. Like, uh, yeah, me neither. I've got it ready already, but I think we got at least a month ahead of us, if not more. Yeah, we'll uh, see. Nonetheless, we hope everybody's, yeah, everybody's staying safe, staying clean, being smart out there. Uh, enjoy yourself. Learn something new. Don't focus on the negative. Have some positive experiences. Create those in your life. Go yeah. learn a skill. Work on your bike. Do these cool things that can really bring positivity through these times. Because, uh, you know, we love this community. We appreciate all the support. Um, we look forward to talking with you kind of one, at least once a week. If not, uh, you know, on Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, all these locations, we are available. Until next time, ride on. Mm-hmm.